This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, welcome to another edition of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio here at WGR Sports Radio 550. Bill Sideline reporter and Matt Bove from Channel 7 WKBW-TV in Buffalo, the sports director there. Matt, good to talk to you as always. Man, it, it seems like yesterday we just did our first episode, but here we are a few episodes in, and I'm having a blast already. We've getting, we're getting good feedback from people, and we appreciate everybody downloading and listening. Yeah, absolutely. It has gone by fast. It does feel like we just started, and it feels like the fourth episode is the perfect time to bring in our first ever guest, and we have a very special one joining us, Eric Wood, everybody. Eric, thanks for joining it's my pleasure and what an honor it is to be the first <laughs> guest. And I can't wait to tune in weekly. I, I've said many times that part of my preparation throughout the week, because I have to do the round table with Chris and Sal before the game, and they will make a fool of me if I come on and I'm not fully prepped on all the ins and outs. And I want to know what the people in Buffalo in particular are saying, because I could read all the national headlines, but that might not reflect exactly what's going on each and every week within the media, within the season or within the city. So a lot of what I do to prep for uh, the games each week is listen to podcasts around the bills and working out. So this one will definitely get in the rotation, especially once the season starts. Yeah, that's cool. Are you a podcast guy when you work out, you said? I am. I'm big on habit stacking. So like if I'm getting a workout in and I want to knock out an audio book or a podcast, to me, I just feel like that's a great use of my time. I could probably work out a little bit harder if I was listening to music <laughs> or a little bit something more upbeat. But uh, what's more inspirational than listening to Matt and Sal? And you know what? <laughs> I, I do the same thing when I'm mowing the lawn. I, I have a choice to make. Do I want to put some music on or do I want to listen to something? And I listen to podcasts while I'm mowing the lawn a lot or things like that as well. I can't really do it as much when I'm working out. I got to have some music. Got to get some Iron Maiden or Motley Crue going there, Eric. That's what I need. Now, and if you do, if you do listen to music, what is your the music you listen to when you work out? So I'm generally an early morning workout guy. And um, and I can't believe I'm saying this, not uh, that I'm ashamed in any way. Just at this point in my life, we listen to a lot of Christian music in our house. And so those get catchy um, in, in our house and, and catchy tunes for me. Um, if I need to get going, there's like on Spotify or Apple music or Amazon music, there's like a hip hop workout mix. I might listen to which will remind me of the old days playing, but in general, I'm a country music guy. Oh, country music. So the one time podcasts are not on the constant playlist for me or on the golf course, because that's country music strictly or a little bit of yacht rock. Sometimes that's okay on the, on the golf cart as well. But yeah. a country playlist is nice. And then if I have to mix it up, so I'm the same way on the golf course, but if you get a bad string of holes, 
I'm flipping it instantly to like Bob Seger radio, the Eagles or something like that, just to flip it all up. And by the way, two great segues here. Eric, you brought up Spotify, iTunes. That's where we are. You can find us all over every podcast platform. So thanks a lot to everybody who's found us so far and everybody who's looking to find us. That's where you can do that. And you can subscribe to It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. And bam, it's right there on your playlist and it's going to be downloaded. Also, Matt just brought up golf. We're going to talk about golf in a couple of different ways here because Eric's got a couple events going on. I know one that we're actually going to be a part of going on in Batavia. We want to talk with them, him about that. Before we do it, though, we got a chance, Matt and I did, to golf with several Buffalo Bills front office members, uh, coaches, head coach Sean McDermott, and even players this year. Now, Eric, the Bills media golf outing started in 2017. I know you were still on the team, but players didn't play back then. Now, players play. It was cool. Our buddy Josh Reed of WIVB got to play with Josh Allen in his force. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> hey, Kevin Kearns puts the pairings together. There was like, I counted like 10 players that showed up to play. I got paired with Brandon Bean, got to play with him. PR man, Derek Boyko, Mark Gaughan of the Buffalo News. Matt, who did you play with? So I played with Terrence Gray, and then I played with Curtis Rukavina. So two guys who are members of the front office. Terrence just got his promotion earlier in the yeah. week. Now he's the director of player personnel. Great guys. We had a ton of fun. And then also Thad Brown from down in Rochester. They keep putting Thad and I together because <laughs> one year one year we won it. So now they always put us together because they're like, oh, you need to defend your title. And, you know, I'm really not concerned about defending my title. I'm more concerned about the country music on the cart and having a good time. <laughs> okay, so I got I got to ask this. And if you guys need to not say either way, that's fine. Yep. This is like a beer drinking event as well. Sure. Yep. It's there's there's oh. a cart. There's a cart. There's alcohol. There's plenty of alcohol okay. consumed around the course. Yes. Let's just say hey, I make not that I I generally don't drink when I play, but if it's some type of scramble like that or it's some type of outing, I'll, I'll partake. That makes it more appealing to try and make the media tournament next year. Did Murph play in it? Murph no Murph play. He has played before in this tournament. He did not okay. play this year. Um. By the way, it's not just. I mean, yeah. There's a cart. There's alcohol. I don't normally don't drink much at all. I certainly don't drink very much when I play. I actually did a little bit. I'm more, I'm not really a beer guy. I drank a seltzer. I think I like a white claw on there, but there was That's some birdie was juice. Say. There was some birdie juice going around too when people got some birdies. So it was a great event, Eric. And I got a chance to play with Brandon Bean. You have played with Brandon Bean. Now I have never now, Eric, this is a shameless thing for me to say because I want you to invite me to play with you. I've never played 18 holes with you. We have to play 18 holes because as of now, I will tell you, Brandon Bean is the best golfer I've ever played 18 holes with. He is a very good golfer and he's actually a better golfer than me. The way the handicap system set up the only time we've played 18 holes, I played him at his home course of Craigburn mm -hmm. and beat him. I don't know if he mm -hmm. mentioned that to you throughout the 18. It was me, Brandon Bean, Joe Shane, and Josh Allen. One of those moments, like wow. how did the radio guy get invited to this group. <laughs> stop it. Oh, uh, stop it. But Josh has gotten so much better since then. That was a few years ago, but he reverted back to some old tendencies in the match with some big sprays, right? Which I, it seemed like he had taken a lot of that out of his game, but I talked to him about the match and he was like, bro, I was so nervous to even put the ball in the tee. Like my hand was shaking that when I hit the first ball and went right. And I thought like kind of feel wise, it may go left. He's like, then I just knew I was done. 
Yeah, he actually talked about that yesterday as well, because everybody was asking him, like, how did you go from playing in the match on national television to playing with us at Diamond Hawk a week later? And he was just talking about how nervous he was. And he was saying, and it makes a lot of sense for anybody who's a golfer, when you get nervous like that, your swing gets a little faster and it gets a little bit more compact. And that's why he was leaving the club face open and everything was spraying to the right. And then when he got to the course yesterday, I was right on the range as he was warming up, like basically two spots over. and. My gosh, can that guy just hit? And I'm assuming Eric can as well, but he can just pound the ball. It looks different coming off of his club than it does looking off of coming off of minor sales. I can say that for sure. Yeah, I, mean, I, can't, I can't hit it as far as Josh. I'm not a I can hit it pretty far, but I'm not a bomber per se. I will say this. I was playing at the Bears Club with Nick O'Leary, Jack Nicholas grandson. I was playing at Jack's course not too long ago. And that's where a ton of pros will practice. And me and a buddy of mine, who's a really good player, they asked us to go back to hit with the pros because they thought we were too long on the spot that we were out of the range, which was like, so the other two guys in our foursome, we just gave them so much crap about that. Like, oh, <laughs> you didn't get invited to go back with Daniel Berger and Luke Donald and, and the rest of the guys. Like, we, uh, we get it. Brandon Bean can bomb it too. Boy, he is long off the tee. He's accurate, as you said. He's very, very good. So he is, he's, I'd say the best I've ever played with for 18 holes, but Matt Bove, don't sell yourself short. You're a very, very good golfer. Brian Colziel from WGR. You guys are two of the best that I, I think in the media that I've played with. We had a really good time for me, Eric, I've been playing really well lately. Like I went to, I play, I, I mean, I shot a 93 at Oak Hill, like trying to get out of the bunker five times. It would have been in the eighties, I think. So I was felt pretty good. And I've been pretty much in the 80s, but I didn't have my best day. And I do think it was because, going back to what you said about Josh, I'm playing with the GM of the Bills, man. The adrenaline is pumping, right? I mean, like, not only is he the GM of the Bills, the team I cover, and I grew up rooting for, and oh my gosh, I'm with the GM. But he's also really good, and he's really competitive. So I think that my short game, I was thinning things because I'm swinging too hard, and that can happen in that game. I think that's what happened to me. Yeah, and and I get that. And what I've learned over the years, playing – golf in front of some crowds, nothing like the match, some crowds, some decent cash games and whatnot is once you play in enough high pressure situations, you get to, you understand that there's like a a go-to shot for you, like off the tee. Like I know if I have a pressure packed iron shot, I'm moving the ball back in my stance, I'm closing the face and I'm going to rip a draw. And I know the ball's going to go a little bit left. You know, how far left is, is up you know, I can't guarantee it, but I can aim at the right side of the green. It's going to move to the left. And that just comes with, I guess, probably playing in enough cash games over the years. Do you have a favorite golf match or game that you've played as a part of? Man, that's a great question. And I say this, and this is going to sound pretty snooty, but over the last two years, you guys remember Clark McArthur who played for the Sabres? Yep, absolutely. Yep. So we were kind of buddies when he was in Buffalo. We've connected over the years since. And he plays golf four times a week with Michael Jordan. So twice <laughs> I've gotten to play. Now I've, I've played in an eight-man group and a 12-man group with Jordan. So I'm not playing with him the entire time. But this January, I played in a group with Clark, Wayne Gretzky, Michael oh Jordan, God. amongst others. And so that was pretty special. <laughs> oh, my God. The goats. I mean, you're, you're right there. That's incredible. And Clark hit a hole-in-one. What? Well, you were there with him. In front of Wayne Gretzky, like his idol. And then Holy Michael cow. Jordan. Michael Jordan's like ho-hum nowadays because that's like his best friend. Matt, that's... you got a hole-in-one last year. 
Yeah, Olympia Field, Chicago. Actually, my buddy plays in the now he's in the Flyers organization, but he grew up in Wheatfield with me. So that was my first time playing his course the day before his wedding. And it was wow. my first hole in one. And it was amazing because all weekend, all of his buddies and all of his family wanted to talk about the hole in one. They did not want to talk about the wedding. And it was cool because like Olympia Fields is very like that's a US Open course. That's a BMW championship. So like very legit. It's like Oak Hill, but in Chicago, basically. So it was cool. And it was also downwind. So they give you like this big plaque. So it looks like I'm like pretty legit because I think it was it was an eight iron. Wow. A hundred in 71 yards and like that's like a pretty decent eight iron for like a mortal not a professional athlete (laughs) no doubt that's yeah that's strong well done so so, so that was cool thanks yeah i'll tell you well so to to put a bow on this part of it i have played with a better golfer than brandon bean just not a full 18 holes when i was coaching high school football in florida the golf coach at the high school was a friend of mine his name is doug dunnicky guys he is one of the only people to ever shoot a 59 in a pro event Wow. He shot a 59 and I play, he's incredible. And you watch these guys, like his irons off the tee are farther than almost all of our drivers. Right. I mean, it's incredible. And um, he told me the story when he did it at, I think it was in Cleveland. He was playing um, maybe Milwaukee, but it was on the Nike, the Nike tour, which you like would be the, the one right below, right? The, mm-hmm. um, what do they call that now, Matt? What's that? Corn ferry. Thank you. It was on that, but it still counts to 59. He's listed. He was putting for 57. And he said that the crowd was coming out. They were watching him. And I said, so what, you get nervous? He said, no, believe it or not. My mind started thinking about sponsorships, Heinz 57, 57 Chevy. He said, and I just basically got a little cocky and I went past the hole a little farther and had to hit one, hit another one coming back. Wow. 59, 59. Amazing. Pretty good. Amazing. Amazing. Um, all right. So yes, at the golf tournament, um, the bills outing, does this, surprise you when I tell you now I know you don't know these guys necessarily as well as you did when you played Eric Eric Wood joining us former Bill Center and the color analyst on the radio broadcast but we were told that um Jake Kumaro pulled out a fishing rod in the middle of the round to start fishing in the pond I I I did see that on social media (laughs) does that surprise you that someone like that would do that I don't I don't know Jake super well I will say this and I don't think I'm breaking any headlines. And this wasn't a media portion of practice, but I never right. feel bad like talking a player up. Right. Jake Kumaro looked so good at Bill's practice. And every time I watch him in warmups, like he's got a suddenness about him for like a bigger receiver. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see. And I know two seasons ago he got a little bit of opportunity, but I, I'm interested to see if he ever got a run, like if he could do something. I know he's an asset on special teams and all that, but – um, he looked really good at practice. I think that speaks to just how good the team has gotten and how deep the team has gotten too, right. because five, six, seven years ago, Jay Kumaro was probably getting a heck of a lot more snaps than he's right. getting now. Basically last year when Jay Kumaro ran onto the field, you're like, all right, well, the bills are running at this play. And then he really didn't get that run. I know he had the touchdown against Denver a couple of years ago, but he's a preseason darling. Every time he gets onto the field in a preseason game, he seems to make a big play. Right. No doubt about it. The other two real quick things that happened were um, Dawson Knox hit a deer. He didn't mean to. Thankfully, the deer is okay. <laughs> yes, it drilled a deer in the side. The deer is okay. It ran into the woods. They didn't see it, and it, it hit the deer as it was coming across. And then to talk about Josh Allen in this setting, I'm standing there in the parking lot, essentially, where, the, where you do the carts, and I'm talking with Brandon Bean. Josh Allen rolls up, tossed one of those like rubber snakes like you find in the store. Like I guess they had this rubber snake they were playing pranks on, 
and got me. And I, it scared the living heck out of me. And then the rest of the evening, he was telling people, I got Sal with the snake. So now I got a story that the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, this superstar, pranked me with a rubber snake, Eric. That's pretty cool. That's good stuff. That's good, clean fun right there. We keep a rubber snake in my regular game. We play this game where every time someone three putts, yes, but it goes up five bucks. And at the end, you pay out everybody. If you have the final three putt of the day, it's a snake game. So we'll get people with the snake if, if they're holding it at that time. And uh, yeah, I've definitely played the snake game. All right. We didn't bring Eric on necessarily to talk about golf. We will get to what he's got going on, but we wanted to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick.